Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are anchor moms. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. God, you're with us. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, Katie, your trip went well, correct? My trip went well. I am back. At this point, we're recording this, I don't know, a week or so. It's been a week since Thanksgiving? Right? No. Yeah. Well, almost. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, we're still coming off the Thanksgiving high. Yeah. So I didn't realize, um, and you know, people always talk about kids with birthdays around the holidays. And how hard oh, it is. Oh, right. And I kind of didn't really think about it until just recently. So we got back from Thanksgiving this weekend, and then Ben's birthday was on Monday. Tough. And man, that was a tough turn. That yeah. was a real tough turn. Yeah. Um, and then you, Sam's birthday is right and around then New Sam's Year's. Sam's birthday is right after Christmas. So I'm going to yeah. be doing the same thing yeah. again yeah. in a month. Yeah. Yeah, man. Should have I mean, timed that better, Karen yeah, and Greg. Not that you can time these things, folks, but uh, yeah, if you can avoid having a child right yeah. around Thanksgiving or Christmas, I would do so just because it's. But really you're not know the tough. only one I've heard talk about this. I have a Ooh. niece whose birthday is in like the middle of December, and then my nephew, his birthday is December 24th. Yeah. And I remember my sister being like Ooh. so. I mean, I'm going to, you know, irritated is probably too strong of a word, but not being jazzed about having. And I'm, at the time, I was like, I think it's awesome to have, like, a Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve, Mm -hmm. like, baby. But she hated being in the hospital for Christmas Eve, obviously. And also, too, like, I think his birthday kind of gets swept up. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm always like, okay, what does he want for Christmas? And then what does he want for his birthday? Right. You know, it's like I have to, like, Well, it's funny because, you know, last year Sam was one. And, you know, he didn't know anything. Right. Like, we just threw a cake at him and, you know, gave yeah. him some wipes or whatever for right. his birthday. Who knows? He just opened whatever, and he doesn't care. He's one. So I don't think I really realized last year that it was going to be a thing. Yeah. And usually, you know, honestly, Bennett's birthday usually, when she was little, too, we would just celebrate with the family over Thanksgiving. Like, okay, it's the day after Thanksgiving. Let's celebrate Bennett's birthday. We're all here with the family anyway, you know, type of thing. Um, but this year, just the timing of it and the spacing out. I mean, in two years, Bennett's birthday will be on Thanksgiving Day. I think this is kind of nice, though, because I feel like your family's already there. You've already done the cooking. All you need to do is, like, get a cake, right? True. But then now she's getting – when they're little, she's, right, yes. Getting but now old she's getting she old enough where she wants her – well, I think she wants a party with her friends, yeah. right? When you're little, it's fine to celebrate with your family and your relatives, but – at some point, you want to do, like, a real birthday party with your friends. Sure. Um, yeah, so it's just getting tricky, man. Mm-hmm. It's getting really mm-hmm. tricky. Um, so, anyway, her birthday was went off fine, but it's just, you know, and the thing that you, you just, and, you know, 
we don't need to say it again on this podcast, but whew, the amount of things you have to remember as a mom, the birthday presents, the cake, the hanging streamers up in their doorway, the, you know, the cards, the, all the things that, and then for the birthday party in itself is a whole nother can of mm-hmm. worms. I mean, it's just the burden is, <laughs> and I'm happy lot. to do, you know, you're happy to do it. It's your kid. You want them to have a great birthday. But it's just so much to think about in the midst of a holiday. Right. No, I get it. I'm still traveling with Christmas presents. I can't imagine if I was thinking about, like, my kid's, like, birthday party in addition to all of that. It's a lot. Yeah, I think I got spoiled. Henry and Ellery's birthdays are in the summer, Mm -hmm. which is just so much easier. It's so much easier. There's Uh just not as much going on. You can just have a birthday any old time, and, you can and it's always, hot outside. I was just going to say, go you can normally do it outdoors. Yeah. Like, you don't have to worry. I feel like this time of year, you do. It's, like, cold. Like, yeah. yeah. I've always been a fan of summer birthdays, but that's mostly because also my birthday. Your, and your child's birthdays. And my child's birthdays in the summer. They're just, like, really a couple of days apart. And I, <clears throat> In fact, my sister has a February <clears throat> birthday. Brian has a February birthday. And I'm always, like... Great. Consolation mm. to you. Like, that really stinks. Like, and they're always mm. like, what do you need? It's great to have a February birthday. And I'm like, eh. Like, mm. when I was a kid, my sister's birthdays would get canceled for, like, snowstorms. Yeah. Yeah. In Pennsylvania. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm like, I kind of think they stink. If you can plan your child's anyway, birthday. what we're telling you is, if you're starting your family. Uh, yes. And if you're, you're thinking about family planning here, uh, I mean, I highly, even your birthday in September, nice. Yeah, September's fine. Really anything other than, like. You know, I would say November to to February. Yeah. Try to steer clear of those months. Steer clear of those. Okay. That leaves you lots of time to have a kid. (laughs) That's our advice for you on this this, uh, random random day. Yes. All right. Our first article comes from BuzzFeed, and it's parents are sharing the parenting cliches they wish would disappear, and it's hard to disagree with them. And I... All of these, there wasn't a single one that I I disagreed with. Yeah, I kind of agreed Mm -hmm. with all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see, there are a couple of them. There's a lot of them, so we don't need to necessarily go through all of them. Yeah, there's um, like there's 19 of them. Who even knew that that would be such a hot topic? Okay, Um, my like top four, um, number seven, forcing kids to clean their plate. Mm. This creates an unhealthy attitude toward food. The person that's writing this says, "I try to portion enough." To what I know my kiddo can eat, but holy crap, I've seen some parents feed their kids adult servings and tell them they aren't leaving the table until it's done. Mm. Um, my other one, my other, uh, one of the other ones I liked is number eight, making your kids be affectionate toward, toward people. I have mm. seen this time and time again. In fact, this is one that Brian and I somewhat disagree with because we just had this conversation a couple of weeks ago, like when you like force your kids to like make sure you give them a hug. Like, did you give so-and-so a hug? And, you know, River is sometimes like, I don't know this person. You know this person better than I know this person, Mm -hmm. or they're more meaningful to you than they are for me, and she's Mm kind of, like, reticent about it. Brian's always like, come on, whatever. And I'm always like, no, like, how about, like, a high five or, like, a fist bump? Like, I'm not into, like, making my kid do that. I I do understand where he's coming from because I think he thinks it's sort of the polite thing to do. Sure, sure. Number nine, oh, uh, number 14, I'm sorry. This one's like a strong one, uh, one for me. Uh, The only child stereotype. Mm. This is someone who writes, as a mom to an only child, um, I am so tired of hearing that you're not a real parent, mom, family, until you have more than one child. Having my parents. First of all, I've never heard that. Oh, well, that's because you don't have an only child. 
People oh. would really say that? I mean, I yes, I think people imply it. Ugh. People will make comments right to my face about only children without even like realizing and you're, and you're what like, they're doing. Hi. Yes. I don't think it's unusual at all. Rude. People I know, people I'm friends with have made this. And it's really hurtful to me because, of course, I yeah. struggled. I mean, whether or not you chose to do that or not, like, right, I, right, it was right. never my intention to have one kid. And it's like a knife to my heart. Stop doing it. Yes. To, yes. Um, to, to you know, River hasn't heard this yet because I don't, people she aren't talking know. to her yeah. about it yet. But they will. And, in fact, I have another friend who's an only child. And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, even now, people will make these assumptions and stereotype. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, super hurtful. Stop doing it. And then number 15 um, when people have this, like, boy mom, girl mom, mm. people are like, find a, this writer says, find a personality separate from your kid's gender. gender. Mm-hmm. Which I agree with, too. I think I have had this conversation with um, one friend I know who has two two boys, and when she was pregnant, talking about, oh, I guess I'm like, a, I hate that term, boy mom, but I guess I'm a boy mom. And I'm like, that's not a real, yeah. just so you know, that's like a social media construct. And I don't get, yeah, because I never heard that when I was little. No, I think I'm telling you it's like an Instagram. <clears throat> like word. none of our, none of my friends were like, oh yeah, my a mom's boy. a boy mom. Right. You know? It's because it's not, it's not real. <clears throat> yeah. How about you? Um, yeah, I liked a lot of these. Um, the one that I really liked. The idea that all parents lose their identities once they have children and become boring, soulless shells of their former oh, selves yeah. who never do anything fun or for themselves. I do think people sometimes think that. Yeah. Like, oh, you're just a parent and that's your whole thing now. Right. No. We're still people, man. I know. We're that's still why fun. we do this whole podcast called Anchor Moms where we're just... Because we're... Well, because we're also anchors, but all our work in TV news, but also because we have other have other things going on. Yeah, barely, but I would say yes. Uh, the other one I liked, um, the whole dad's babysitting. Oh, it's so nice of the of your of your husband to watch the kids. I haven't heard this one recently. I thought that people were kind of like getting the clue about. I feel that. like sometimes people still bring it we'll up, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I mean, yes, we're very grateful that our husbands are more involved than. Most dads were in previous generations, but that doesn't mean that they can't watch the children. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, do you have moms? You don't have any more of these? There wasn't any more that oh, like, stood those out those were the you? two I noted. Okay. Oh, I also noted um, you asked for it. Like when people say, oh. when people say, um, well, you, you, you signed knew, up for this. Yeah, you signed up for this. You knew what you were getting into when you had kids. Did I? <laughs> Did I really understand I don't know. all? You? No. I mean, I'm I not know. saying I would change it, but no. Well, I have no idea how hard it would say be. That. Yeah. 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 And you would do it all over again even. I would, did. but I, I did not exactly know what I was okay. signing up for, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. But these are good. <laughs> and I, if you're a parent, you will recognize these cliches right away. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Mama, mama. Mom's the word. Have a mom's and it's okay. a geriatric mom's. Oh yes. But uh, you're welcome because 
honestly, you one of those bathtubs that you open the door to walk into. Oh my gosh, Are you getting one of those? I mean, maybe. Uh, like those, yes. Those yeah. always seem like I, I'm like I'm ready to get older so I can have the walk-in bathtub. You want those? Yes, those seem glorious. We already have to me. a walk-in shower. We're just you know we're planning ahead. But I mean, I turned forty this year. We're like getting ready. No, but the bathtub. Like I want to be able to open oh, a door. Oh, a back. But you how have, does that work? You haven't seen these? No. It's for old people, it's a bathtub that has a you have door. You sit in there while it fills up. Because you can't open the door while the well, bathtub's could, uh, filled. True, true, true. You're bringing down my dream here, Katie, <laughs> but true. Um, yeah, you open the little door, get in, and then somehow it, like, seals shut, and you can take a bath when you're, like, Is 80. Is this just called, like, and a jacuzzi tub? Like, I've no, never but, heard of you that. Know, you know, like, when you're old, you don't want to, like, be stepping over the bathtub. Because I know, that's but like when a you're old, how do you get out of the bathtub? Like, that would be my concern if, like, if you're having trouble stepping over. You open the over, door, you I know, step in, you close the I'm door, saying. you fill up the I tub. I feel like then you, like, lay down in the tub and, like, that's a fall risk. Right? Like, yeah, how do you I get you up? Can, if you, you can can't step your leg over the top, I'm concerned that you won't be able to, like, rise up out of the bathtub. So, like, basically all I was looking <laughs> forward to in older life was uh, this bathtub, and now I have nothing. I have nothing I'm sorry. to look forward I'm to. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you do, Jeez. because here's your mom's. Okay. Um, so, okay. this is, um, it's an Aquaphor healing balm stick. You know, like, Aquaphor, like, you use it for your kids. It's like, have you seen? Balm? You know, yeah. So it's like a travel. Like B-A-L-M. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows what a balm can do? Okay, yes, yes. Uh, so it's like, you know, the aquaphor in a tub. This is like a travel stick. I love what it because. What do you use aquaphor Oh, my God. For? I use it on my, like, knuckles, on my hands, on my lips. Is that what you were just doing lips? before we podcast? Yes, I think so. This is, I've used it so much that it's but almost like I have another cuticle thing. It. Oh, that's, yes, that's my cuticle oil stick. Pen, this my, is separate. <laughs> so this is great. I've like never even thought about my cuticles, and you have multiple things for you. Well, your... because my I have, my, I'm ha- you know, the older you get, the drier your skin gets. You guys, I do have really dry skin. This will help. You need this. So okay. the great part about it is, is you can put it in your purse. When I was home over Thanksgiving, like I can't tell you how many people. Like my dad was like, "Do you have any hand lotion?" I was like, "I do not," but I have this Aquaphor bomb. Like I used it on his hands. Okay, get it out. My Let me try sister it. used it. It's amazing. I love it. Okay. Okay, so I'm actually just, like I just, just ordered a new one. I'm sake, it's like a um it's like a it giant almost, lip balm. It almost looks like a giant or like a um deodorant stick, if you will. Right. Kind of. Right. Okay, so then you just rub it on. Rub it on. Yeah. I feel like we're getting low. Use it on, here. I know, I, I just ordered more. I mean I love it so much, I've just had it for like three weeks and I'm getting more. Okay. Oh I do Sometimes enjoy I'll it. Use I it. enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like All right. you said, the fact that it's portable. Mm-hmm. Ten forty nine at Target or Amazon. Okay. Love it. Highly recommend. Okay. If you need something for um, your It hands. says immediate relief for chapped, chafed skin. Does it say ages 70 plus? It does. Okay. Yeah. Great. So I would say 75 plus. Okay. But you can use it for, <clears throat> I'm reading the thing. Chafing, dry, irritated skin, friction and windburn, cracked heels and feet. All there right. There go. Here we go. You're welcome. You are welcome. Oh, okay, this next article is um, <laughs> a national poll. Parents of young children increasingly turn to social media for parenting mm-hmm. advice. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, we kind of knew, but there's some interesting facts in here. Uh, four in five parents go to social media to discuss parenting issues. The most common discussions, <clears throat> potty training, mm-hmm. no shock there, uh, kids sleep, uh-huh. Breastfeeding, mm-hmm. discipline, mm-hmm. behavioral problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, three out of five parents 
do this because they want to hear different ideas. Mm -hmm. So listen, here's my hot take on this. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this is fine, and I – you know, certainly fall into this category. There have been things that I'm like, what are people saying about this? What do I do yeah. about this? You know, um, I think that if you want to go to social media, of course, that is the glorious thing about social media is it's the uh, onboarding to millions of people's thoughts and perspectives and experiences, right? So you can very quickly and easily get lots of different ideas outside of your family and friend circle. So that's great. Mm -hmm. If you're like, okay, I can't figure out blah with my kids. What do I do? I think that's great. My only concern is these are not doctors. Mm -hmm. These are not professional um, people who should sometimes be telling you what to do. So I think if you're looking for just opinions on things that, you know, um, anyone can give you some perspective on, any parent can give you some perspective on, fine. But let's remember to take it with a grain of salt and, and, you know, not forget that this isn't your pediatrician here. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things you skipped over, you had said the most common discussions included potty training, mm-hmm. sleep, breastfeeding, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. vaccination. Oh, yeah, vaccination. Uh, too. Guys, like, I, no, what? Yeah. No, I would not let the social, I would talk to your pediatrician about vaccination. Not but some, like not people on social media. But like potty training, that's not something you have to go to your doctor for. Oh, that's it is? something that said it's not. Oh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm yeah. agreeing. Yeah, yeah. So that's something that you can say. Look, I've tried X Y Z. He's doing yeah. X Y Z. You know, and and people will say, oh, I thought this book was helpful or this method, right? And you can look that up. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I a hundred like I a hundred percent agree with you. And one of the things I wrote here, one of the quotes in this article is. Many parents turn to online communities to exchange advice or discuss parenting challenges because it may seem faster and easier Mm -hmm. than asking a health Mm -hmm. professional. Mm -hmm. And I wrote, yikes. Like, that's one of those things. You and I have talked about this, and I've talked about this with other friends as well. Um, There are, like, Asheville Mom Facebook groups, a couple of them. And every once in a while, I am genuinely surprised and concerned about the crowdsourcing that happens on, like the posts that happens, that happen on these Facebook, in these Facebook groups, because it is like, and I'm exaggerating here, like my kid is like, you know, bleeding. What should I do? And you're like, what? Take them to the ER. You take them to the emergency room. And it shocks me further that the comments on these posts, like people are offering yeah. advice. Maybe that, try this that instead of saying counter yeah. to what the mm-hmm. obvious solution mm-hmm. here is. Mm-hmm. So, all of that is being said. Like you know, I love Dr. Becky on Instagram, mm-hmm. but she's not giving medical advice. She's no. giving like behavior. Like, hey, if you're if you're having if your kid is doing this sort of behavior, this is how you can respond to it in a way that is healthy for both you and them. I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Um, sleep tricks. Great. Mm-hmm. Medical advice? No. No. Yeah, I, think I think most people said. know that, right? You know, I think so. And then as you said, I get onto these Facebook groups and I'm like, whoa, folks, let's simmer down. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would like to think that that's a smaller part of the population that's... I think so, because the people I mean, that I've talked say, to like, about go this into, are, yeah. like, it, Long drawn out details about pictures. Like, Some people show like pictures. My kid has this mm-hmm. horrible rash. I mean, oh yeah, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say also like my husband is doing X Y Z. Should I leave him? And I'm like, You're whoa, like, whoa, this is not for yeah all of us. I wouldn't crowdsource this. Yeah, yeah. 
But I want to say this. I have seen people are like, hey, listen, I'm suffering from like food insecurity. I have an abusive husband. What are the resources out there sure. in Western North Carolina? Mm-hmm. And I've seen other moms like step up and be like, this here's agency. organization, yeah. here's a person mm-hmm. to talk to. Mm-hmm. It's such a double-edged edged sword here. And you just got to be careful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Be smart. Yeah, yeah. be smart. Yeah. Um, okay, the last article made me cry. I know. Yesterday, Karen and I were in the newsroom, and she sits. Her desk is kind of towards the back of the newsroom, and mine's in the front. And I like kind of heard like a, a a wailing and a sobbing coming from be and <laughs> behind me. And I looked, Karen. Karen was crying over this next. Literally sobbing. The guy who sits right in front of me, who's young with no children, was like, uh, "What's going on there? <laughs> like, are you, are you working? Are you okay? Like, what's happening?" I'm like, "No, I'm just working." Just preparing for the podcast tomorrow yeah. and he's like what uh i'm sorry what what i know do you need a tissue what's happening no, but i get it because um this one is, is near and dear to my heart as well this one comes from her view from home and uh it's my heart isn't ready for you to stop believing in santa and it's basically a mom sort of penning this article talking about um her little boy he's is he eight i think so yes, yeah eight. Um, he's the same age as Ella Ray, which is why right. it made me cry so hard. He said to her, my friend doesn't believe in Santa anymore, Mom. Um, kind of, I think, sort of gauging what she was going to say and how he mm-hmm. should feel which about it. Which we should also probably give a little, like, yes. if you're listening if you're with listening your kids, kids, turn this off right now and listen to it in private. Or put in your headphones. Or put on your headphones. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. continue. Okay, thank you. I was mm-hmm. thinking about that earlier, I meant to say it. Uh, so... She talks about how it just, like, breaks her heart because she thinks about all the experiences that they've had over the Christmases together. Um, they've spent each December soaking up every bit of Christmas magic that they can. And here we are. The questions have begun. And if I'm being honest, I don't really know how to answer most of them. But one thing she does know is that she is not ready for the magic to stop for her son. Yeah, she says, I want him to believe for a little while longer before the world tells him not to. And she talks about how, of course, it's just, gosh, I'm going to start crying it. Of course, it's just Santa, but it it symbolizes, I think, for her and for so many moms, childhood, yeah. magic, innocence, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like this with my own kids, um, who all, of course, still believe. Um, and I don't know why, but it's... It feels like for me when that drops, when my, when, you know, the first time that one of my kids says something about this or realizes this, it's like, okay, then it's all over. Like, then we got to tell them about the Easter bunny and the tooth fairy. And you know what? May as well tell them how children are born while we're at it. Like, I I don't know why I'm like, in my head, it's like, this is. It's much, it's much more than just Santa. Right. Like, for me, this is like, once this happens, yeah. once this change happens, like it's all over and we should let everything out of the bag yeah. and which I know is silly, but No, um, but I think you're not wrong because I think that is when the time you start probably talking about that. I, I'm a hundred percent with you on this. In fact, it's like I can't even remember what Christmas was like before I had River because it is just I think it's so fun to have a little kid at Christmas time. Like there's just mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. like it. And River, the old, you know, there's an age where they really like don't get it. And then all of a sudden that light bulb goes off mm-hmm. one December and you're like, oh my, oh my gosh, like they, they, like we're here. 
And I do feel like I, Brad and I talk about this a lot. It's like fleeting. There's only mm-hmm. a couple of years between like they get it and like then they don't believe. Well, this mom Googled the average age when children stop believing and it's eight. Which is that true? Is depressing. I think it might be. Um, you know, I have definitely asked, you know, we're both Gargoy and I are the youngest, so our siblings' children are older. And so I've often asked them, like, when did your kids stop? Yeah. And I think, of course, it's not going to shock anyone, the oldest kid probably holds on the longest. And then as the younger kids find out, then it's, you're, you know, then it progressively right. gets younger when you find out. Um, My sister tells this story that I'm the one who told her who there ruined was it. no. Yeah. Which I don't remember, but she brings it up all the time. Like, mm-hmm. it is something that is seared in her brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I was at my, um, at the kid's school recently, and something came up about Christmas. And I was, like, trying to, like, investigate and see. Because I'm kind of like, oh, gosh, like, it could be any year now that yeah. this is Ella Ray's last year. And um, so I kind of was, like, poking around with her friends, like, so, Santa. And they were like, oh, yeah. And they were all all, on all in. So I was like, okay, whew, dodge that bullet. Because I was a little worried that one of the friends was going to be like, oh, yeah, we don't, right. you know, we're over this. Like, maybe um, she's a younger, one of her friends is, like, a younger kid and has an older right, sibling. Like right, But her. they were all in. So that made me feel better. Um, but, you know, we when we talked about this um, on the podcast, the Polar Express here locally that we get to do. Um, and it's funny. We were um, getting, getting ready for it because it's this week for us. We were getting ready for it. And Henry said, you know, it really doesn't feel possible to get all the way to the North Pole and back. In that amount of time. And what did you say? And I was like, magic. Well, it is. And he said, and another thing, I don't think that the reindeer were real last year when we went. And I was like, oh, no, they were real. They were real. (laughs) Yep. Moving on. What pajamas do you want to wear? Yeah. So we do have some friends who recently told their boys, like the oldest boy was asking. Uh And I was trying to remember because Brian was horrified by this story. I was trying to – they're not – the youngest one is not that much older than River. I would say the oldest one is seven. Okay. He asked his mom, and they were like, all right, listen, yeah, not true, and just told both the boys, like, this is not something you should talk (gasps) to Told both of them? Told both of them. And Brian and I were like, why would you – but I do think there there is a set of parents out Mm -hmm. there, and rightfully so, we're like, I'm tired of, like, the charade with my kids. Like, I want them to understand that, like – I read an article recently that the mom, yeah, like the first time it came up was like, nope, that's not real. Yeah. Like, let's just nip this in the bud now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not that mom. Me. No, me neither. But in I fact, understand and there's I enough will, people out there that it must be a valid thing. And I'm going, like, whenever the first one falls, I'm going to be like, you take this to your grave yeah. before you tell your siblings. Right. Like, I really hope that the olders can, like, hold it together so that the youngers can believe as long as possible. Right. Because I don't want... I don't want that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want Santa in my house as long as possible, okay? Because I don't want that. All right. I just just think it's so magical. I No, listen, I'm 100%. And until you're a parent, I'm not even sure that you can totally understand how important it is. So I, 3,000 times with you. I want to lie to my kid about a man in a red suit (laughs) forever. But I do have to, like, uh, uh, Per Henry's questions the other night, I am realizing, like, I do need, uh, you know, w- w- 
our oldest is eight. We should probably be starting to think of our explanation so, when, and in the, this when article, it does come. It, talk, it talks about how then you, the oldest becomes like Santa's helper. Like you kind of bring them into the the fold in terms of, okay, so like now that you know, you're going to like help us you know, help us be Santa. Right, right. No, 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 no. Oh. I'm saying, like, when they do ask, what is your response? Oh, what is your response? Well, I don't know. So I'm saying I need to figure it out. I will do some research and get back to us. Because I feel like... You can't just be like, nope, not real. Yeah, like, we've been lying be like, to you this whole time. I, th- I think there's a... You know, I'm, I'm sure there's ways to say it where it's like, well, you know... Maybe you should Santa's this on the mom's Facebook pages. Helpers, and yeah. it's all, you know, like, we believe in... The magic, magic and the spirit. And, you know, I'm sure there's a way you can, you know, explain you and Greg it. are going to, like, rehearse this? Mm-hmm. Have a little rehearsal? Um, Here's your line, Greg. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so this leads right into my win. Oh. Win of the week. Fortunately, my children do still believe in Santa. And I just, Ella Ray wrote her note to Santa. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um. First of all, the note itself was a win because <laughs> she had ri- she's into pen pals, so she'd written a bunch of people and had a big stack of Ella's mail. Ella's in second grade now. Third. I can't believe she's already in third. Yeah. Grade. Um, so she put she puts the stamps on, does all the things, puts them in the mailbox, and then says to me, "Yeah, I mailed a letter to Santa too." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And like mental note, go get that out of the mailbox yeah. tonight after she's in bed. Well, of course I forgot. I had this panic the next day uh-huh. at like noon. Oh my gosh, I forgot the letter to Santa. It's buried in this long pile. Like it's not even like it's on top and the postman right. would see it and just like leave it in there or something. Anyway, and she included her list that of what she wants for right. Christmas, which I don't know what it is. I haven't seen the letter. She wrote it, sealed it up yeah. in the mailbox. Yes, anyway, yes. so I fly home, catch the mailman, like literally, Katie, like 10 minutes before the mailman comes. Okay. I grab the letter yeah. out. I'm like, yes, mom yeah. win. I got it. I saved it. Um, so I immediately opened it up, took pictures so I would know what the list is. Um, and then we actually have a relative who's our Santa, if you will. And so I readdressed it to him to, and he responds to Ella Ray, which is really oh, okay. sweet. Yeah. But, um, so part of my win also is this letter. It's, I'll only read you a part of it. It's hilarious. Um, but she, anyway, I gave you a ruler with four inches on it. If you peel, she had put stickers on the back. If you peel the stickers off, you can put it on the wall. I thought it might be helpful to the elves. Oh. She made a popsicle stick ruler. Oh, for like while they're building? Mm-hmm. That she put in the letter to while Santa. While they're making the toys. Mm-hmm, okay. So that they can measure out the toys correctly. I love that, LRA. Um, my Christmas is on the back, my Christmas list is on the back of this sheet. But of course, I don't need that much. I already have a home a family, a good education, and more. Who is this kid? Yeah. And before I can ask for toys, I need some more PJs. Get this girl some PJs right now. Bye for now, Ella Ray. Mm-hmm. That's it? Isn't that hilarious? Well, then a she good has education. A, a good education. The good education's in quotes, which I'm not sure why that's in quotes. But <laughs> a family, a home, and, quote, a good education. I don't know. Suspect. We'll Where, see. What is happening? Are they, like, yeah. in school, like, these are the things that you should ask for? Like, be thankful Is that for. not the most hilarious letter to Santa? I love it. Yeah. And Ella included Ray. the popsicle stick ruler for the elves to help measure their toys. Mm-hmm. She's so helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. I yeah. mean, what a great kid that... Here's that also, you know. P.S. I I sent it to my mom and she was like, "What said? What you said? Get the girl some pajamas. I Why does she have any pajamas?" And I'm like, "Look, it's not that she doesn't have any pajamas. It's just that I don't keep up with the wash enough." 
<laughs> like she has plenty of pajamas. I just don't do laundry often enough. LRA, I'm all coming to us. your house and bringing you some pajamas. Yeah. So I um. Yeah, she really does have enough pajamas. I just need to do sure laundry she does. more sure often. She does. Um, but, I mean, whatever. Since she put that in the letter to Santa, clearly I'm going to get her some pajamas. Um, yeah, isn't that hilarious? I love it. It's so yeah. sweet. This is why we got to keep this train, I know. The Santa train going. <clears throat> keep it rolling. Keep it I'm rolling. I'm so glad you have a good education, too. Yeah. All right. <laughs> in, in quotes. quotes. Yeah. In quotes. Okay, we hope you have a wonderful week. In bye, quotes. guys. Bye. Okay. In quotes. No, not in quotes. In real life, right? In real life, yes. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening.